0: This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Uh, What is your name? Jackie Miranda.
0: And what is your primary role in the line dance community, would you say?
1: I am an event director, primarily right now. I used to be able to dance in all the events. I used to go either as a spectator or as an instructor. And when I moved to Tennessee to run a theater... I had to give that up, which was really sad because I loved dancing and I knew all the dances. Uh, I'd stay up till four in the morning and I'd be on the floor constantly, so I do miss that part of it. However, I get a little bit back with the Vegas Dance Explosion. I get to visit with everyone, do a few of the oldies, and uh, catch up with uh, the instructors as well as the
0: dancers. And when and how did you get into line dancing?
1: I started, believe it or not, at a senior center. And uh, I just thought, hey, you know, my mom comes here and I want to see what activities there are. And they were line dancing. I said, well, let's check that out. I liked it. I didn't need a partner. So I went and the instructor thought I did a great job that she asked me to sub for her when she couldn't come there. And then I just started doing more classes. Then she gave it up. I took over her classes. Then I met Doug at his class. I went to what they called uh, Midnight Rodeo at the time, and it was a club. His group of 60 people came out on the floor and just started doing these really radical dances that I thought, okay, that's not the Watermelon Crawl nor the Tush Push. Where can I learn this? Heard he had classes, so I started going to his classes, and then from there we just ended up on the same dance team that he had and uh, started traveling together and partnering, and then boom, uh, that's how it started.
0: And at what point did you start choreographing dances?
1: started (laughs) choreographing probably six months after I started dancing Mm. when I learned about these events, and then there were choreography competitions, and Doug actually was the one who told me, you should compete. Mm. And I said, well, what do I have to do? And he said, well, I'm going to this event. Why don't you go, enter a dance, and let's see what happens. There were 32 entries. There were people, Michael Barr, Hedy McAdams um Evelyn Canoe, Michelle Burton, all these names to me that I was so starstruck by all these names and I placed 5th with all those four people. Wow. And I could not and of course when they called my name everybody was like who's that? Mm. But they knew all these other folks mm-hmm. who had won. And so I just thought that was kind of special. Mm-hmm. And that's where it started. Mm-hmm. And I just started entering more choreography competitions and I started being asked to teach at the different events. Um, So that's kind of a good way to get in, Mm -hmm. yeah, to get exposed.
0: Have you done uh, collaborations with any of the the folks since?
1: No, not really, because once Doug and I got together, we just hit it off. We really, he he knows music like nobody's business. Mm -hmm. He's very good at picking the songs. Um, I'm good at finding certain uh, steps to hit the music. And then between the two of us, with his energy too, I think we have a good combination. We've had maybe one or two where some people approached and said, hey, I'd love to do this dance with you. And we've we've done a few, but um, not too many. And it's not because we don't want to. We just don't have the time sometimes. You have to really devote. I feel you need to devote the time and not just do it at an event. Um, I will say though, Simon Ward, uh, we were at an event in California and Simon Ward was there. And Doug said, I have this waltz that I think you need to do a dance. You and Jackie should do this. And so we did uh, with Sal Gonzalez. Mm -hmm. We were just all in the room, and we felt the music. And that was one of the ones that we did finish right there. Wow. And it was called Open Arms.
0: Hmm. Yeah. You also have this amazing event, Vegas Dance Explosion. How did you transition from dancer, instructor, choreographer, event director?
1: That, was, that is Doug I'll have to say that's a, he was already doing events um, in California it was called Bonanza Bash and then he had another one called Cool Country and then we started branching out from there um, to Hawaii where we got married at an event and um, then it just kept he just would brainstorm and have all these ideas and then someone said "Well, why don't you do one in Vegas and he said let's go check it out and this is where we are now and we started with maybe five six hundred people and as you can see we've doubled since then mm-hmm. so it's, it's at it's, least it's not just us though it's the dancers they're amazing I, I just I'm just amazed at like you you're just amazing on the floor I love watching you your personality you wear your cape and you just go <laughs> for it I'm thinking yes that is that is what we love you're here to enjoy yourself and to put your soul into it and I see it I love it
0: what are some of the responsibilities involved in in keeping all of this going year after year
1: the first thing is really the venue Mm -hmm. that's very important to the dancers and not just where okay it's a nice hotel but if the ballrooms are spread out We've had that experience. Um, It's not as fun for them because they feel segregated. So we try to have a place where the ballrooms are all right next to each other. Um, We're fortunate that we take up the whole space. That way we don't have us in two rooms and then we have someone else doing another function. Mm -hmm. Because then we've had that experience it kind of clashes because our music is going all day and all night. Mm -hmm. So the biggest responsibility, the venue, finding all the ballrooms together... Um, negotiating the price of the rooms to make it affordable, especially for us being almost a week long, Mm -hmm. it gets expensive for the dancers. And then we go beyond that, okay, can we get the free Wi-Fi? Can we have the free parking? How about the food in the restaurants? Can we get special discounts if they show their badge? They did that for us last year. Mm -hmm. Um, So with all of that, we're thinking constantly of the dancers. What can we make it where they will want to come and not feel that they've spent so much and not gotten enough for what they're spending so that's one of it the other thing is just making sure they're happy Uh, the beginner dancers at first we had a smaller room for the bigger dinner and then we had the bigger ballrooms and then they felt a little well there's a lot of us and then it grew so now they have just as big a ballroom as everybody else. So you think about, they're, they're just as important as anybody else.
0: Yeah, you have no intermediate if you don't start from beginner. No, you
1: got to start somewhere. And some of them will just want to stay there, and that's okay. But you just have to treat everybody the same. You don't say, well, you're a beginner, you go over there. So we, we try to make everyone happy. Next thing is, of course, picking your instructors who are going to mingle, who are going to be there for your dancers. Um, you have your DJs got to think about their personalities you know some of them are more easygoing than others and some will cater to the intermediate so you kind of leave them in the intermediate room Uh, that's what their forte is then you have your beginners like jill is good with either one so she's great to have oh yeah yeah so that again that's my research where i used to go to events and i would See the different instructors, watch them on the floor. See if they just teach, and then they go up into the room. You never see them again. So right. you look at that. You look at all of that to see what who will be good for your dancers.
0: How far advanced do you guys look for? Like, do you, do you have a ten-year gig, or is it just
1: <laughs> right now? This one, they want us to sign every two years, oh. and it was interesting because we had signed for two years at the Riviera had no idea it was going to be demolished. So all of a sudden we were told the news and we said, well, where are we going to take our event? Mm -hmm. Um, So luckily this was available and the same people who worked at the Riviera were hired here. So they knew what we needed and what we wanted. Mm -hmm. So we were able, but I didn't just make settle for here because I thought, well, what if it falls through? So I did my research, I found some other hotels uh, some of the challenges again they they charge for Wi-Fi or their ballrooms were spread out so it it was it was a little bit of a panic for just, for just a couple months and once we got everything settled here at the Westgate then we were happy yeah we worked it out
0: in what ways in what other ways have you seen the events and, and the circuit overall maybe just the scene the the mm-hmm. line dance scene including country uh, in what ways have you seen it grow and develop and change, and where do you see it going into the future
1: that's something that Doug and I talk about a lot because you you see the same dancers, you see some new faces, but we're hoping we need more, we need more of the young blood like you to keep it going for us because then where where do you go from here, and we every year we think what can we do to make this one better? Mm-hmm. Um, we support the other events because we, we do have to keep it going. We have to keep everyone happy, um, all the ones in the different states. We try to talk to each other so we don't have it at the same time. Right, that
0: can be frustrating. That's really
1: important, too. Sometimes it happens, you can't, aff- you can't help it because the hotel sometimes has to dictate, well, we can't do it this weekend because the ballrooms are being used, or there's a big function, there are no guest rooms, to, to, you know for the capacity that we have so some we'll call the event director say hey we respect you we don't want you to think we're doing it on your same weekend but this is what's happening and same thing with them they call us if it's ending up on this so we don't want to you know step on each other's toes but i i can see some events have kind of closed but others have popped up and it's still alive we're still doing good so i think we're going to keep going with it it we have to remember though, sometimes bring back the classics. Right. Because the new people have never seen them, number one. And number two, the ones who have, they love it. They love seeing what was out there before they started. And the ones who have been there, it's still a standard for them, you know. So, like you mentioned, country. Uh, we like to sometimes say, okay, we're going to do a country theme bring one of your dances that's country. And we have 22 instructors, so there's 22 dances right there. Mm -hmm. That's country. So that way we kind of bring it back out, too.
0: And I remember last year there was that showdown of which dances (laughs) do you remember from the past? Right, right. And seeing that Splish Splash was on the schedule for this Yes. Uh, this year, I thought, that, that's really exciting. Like maybe, yes. someday, maybe someday, if I'm ever in one of those kinds of showdowns, I'll be ready. Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> now that, I had a blast because I knew almost every single one of those because that was my time. That was when I was on the floor constantly. So I knew those dances and it was fun for me. But... Uh, guidance dances those are those are just one of those uh, style you just gotta have the style you gotta have the commitment to learn it Um, I've not been able to take a class from him for a long time so I can't get out there but I love watching him Mm -hmm. I love watching the dancers enjoy his choreography too
0: something that I think is really interesting that you guys have done Last year, I remember this with the projector screens, knowing what's happening in the different ballrooms. Yes. Also, you guys have been using more uh, Facebook Live.
1: Yes. Because uh, I don't think yeah. that
0: was even really in existence last year. No, so I don't think so. So now people have that experience at mm-hmm. home, as though they are here.
1: Right. Right. In what
0: other ways do you uh, do you see people succeeding in in spreading the word of line dancing? How do you get get uh, more people interested and curious? How do you Mm -hmm. expose them to it in a way that makes them want to come here? I
1: think it's everybody else when they post on Facebook Mm -hmm. then it's not just our page they see everyone else posting and then they've got all these friends and they have friends so that network is great. Um, I'm not sure. I'm kind of interested to see what happens next year with technology. Right. What's coming up next? Our challenge this year is the Wi-Fi wasn't strong enough. So that's why it didn't work out, but we found another way. And don't ask me. It's all technical how they figured it out, but they got all the screens working. Uh, We didn't give up, you know. Um, So I'm not sure. That, That part, we'll have to see, wait and see what happens next.
0: Are there any ideas that you have just kind of cooking where maybe if it's not possible now, but maybe 20 years from now, if, if you were to create the perfect event mm-hmm. that had all the bells and whistles, money was no object, what would that look like for you?
1: <laughs> wow. guy, I'm trying to think. Because Doug's, Doug's the mastermind. He, he's got all these ideas he wants to do already next year, but he said, don't tell yet. Oh, that's right. <laughs> It's a surprise. Um, just like with the screens, he said, I didn't want to tell anybody. The first year we did the screens, we just had them up. And people were like, wow, look at that. And then the following year he had two screens up so you could see what each room was doing. And then this year, like last, we tried the three screen thing but we got it working this year. Um, I don't know, I'm not sure. 20 years from now, wow, I'm gonna be close to my 80s Mm. at that point, um, I'm not sure, Mm. yeah.
0: Okay, and what is it that we can do to make things easier for you guys like as dancers instructors choreographers DJs what helps things go very smoothly for all of you when we're all on board and cooperating to do X well, it seems like whack?
1: everybody's doing their thing now really? yeah. oh, that's good yeah I, I couldn't ask for better everybody registers and um, they come when we say registration and they're excited they're ready for it uh, I can't really say. I don't have any complaints with the dancers. Some get a little upset when something doesn't happen right then for them. And that's, you know, everybody has their own personalities. But as a whole, I have to say we didn't have very many at all. Hmm. It's It's been great.
0: Is there anything that used to be more difficult in putting all this together that now you've found, like, shortcuts and little tips and tricks? Anything that... Um that really speeds things along. That maybe somebody you definitely know.
1: having computers and and having the the laptops and you can just take everything with you. You don't have to have all these files with you. Everything's right there. Um, I still do the old-fashioned way, though. I will bring all the registrations because. If they need to see something that they didn't remember what they signed for, I could show it to them. Mm-hmm. And then they'll like, oh yeah, that's right. I did say I wanted a book or I wanted a CD or what size shirt or, because this magnitude we pre-order shirts, we pre-order the books, we do a few extras, but it's a lot to if you have too much left over. So it's been really helpful having the internet, it's been helpful having Facebook. Because they can just Facebook me and ask me a question, Uh, whereas it used to be either a phone call or which my phone gets all full and then I dwindle it down and it's full again. Mm -hmm. Uh, That part sometimes is hard, but it's all worth it because once we get here, they say thank you for talking to me or thank you for emailing me, Mm -hmm. but the emails have been great. Mm -hmm. That way we can keep track. We have a paper trail
0: too. Definitely.
1: Yeah, and I know there's going to be something more next year. Mm. Yeah.
0: In what way do you create the atmosphere that is so unique here? Because anybody, I mean, decorations people could Mm -hmm. could order and and, and banners can be designed. But how do you create the sense of community here that feels different from anywhere else people might go to dance?
1: I think Doug's idea of the line dance lobby. I think Mm -hmm. that was a huge thing where everybody can gather. You can dance all day. You can request all day. It doesn't matter if there's three people dancing a dance. They requested it. They're going to dance. You have the tables around where you can sit, just relax, visit. Um, And then that way you can still go to your different ballrooms because they're all right there off of the line dance lobby. I think that set the pace. That created the ambiance because everyone's uh, come up to us and thanked us for the line dance lobby Mm -hmm. because it's a place to say i'll meet you in the line dance lobby
0: right you
1: know instead of saying well i'll meet you at registration but there's really no place to sit or visit but there i think that created a sense of family Mm -hmm. and a lot of people say i come not just to dance but to catch up with my friends
0: yeah people told me that last year as well Mm -hmm. they said that uh, the classes are great but i mean if if uh if somebody stops you in the hallway and you yep. end up in like a really good chat, like that can be, that can be just as uh, memorable an experience mm-hmm. as any, any dance you might learn.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So. And this
0: way, you don't have to just go back up to your room if there are four dances and you're not mm-hmm. crazy about any mm-hmm. of them. Like you do have somewhere that you yeah, can go. Yeah, you can sit
1: there, and then your dance might eventually come up, mm-hmm. and you're you're right there. Mm-hmm. So, but the decorations, I think that makes a makes a difference too. Just just having a little bit of color and festivity, you know. And then I think the costume nights that also creates a whole nother sense. It just takes it up to a whole nother level. We tell people you don't have to, but you watch and see, and it's fun. So those who don't want to be in it, they still have a good time because they they get to to see how people are so creative, and I'm amazed at some of the costumes I've seen this year. (laughs) It's been great. So I think that with the theme nights... Um, the line dance lobby and just a little bit of decoration balloons here and there and of course the banners, we make them huge and colorful and then that way you come in and bam, that already gives you like wow, this room doesn't look so empty when you first come to the hotel and there's nothing in it we always think how can we make this more intimate and the huge banners the, the flags on the walls that all represents how many people are here we have 23 countries so we have the twenty-three flags. We have the states, so that everybody's represented. It, represented, and I think that means a lot to say, "Hey, there's my flag." Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. I remember last year, in the weeks following the event, I would see a lot of photos come up mm-hmm. on my Facebook feed from um, in front of the backdrop that you guys had. Uh, because people they want something to remember the event by, right. rather than just have some beige wall. Right, uh, there's right. something there that says like Vegas. Or exactly. Vegas Dance yes. Yeah. 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 Having the t-shirts I think helps as well.
1: That too. You see them walking and you see this sea of t-shirts mm-hmm. and it's great. You're like, wow, there are dancers. I love it.
0: And then last year, also, I remember there being uh, that table of the previous year shirts. Yes. So if there was one that you missed, exactly, you, know, you just forgot to pick yours up or something. Yep, and, it
1: was there again. We had that up. there. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: When when you and other line dancers get around and uh, maybe at a dinner table and, and you're all chatting about mm-hmm. something involving line dance, what is the most exciting thing for you to talk about with them?
1: It seems that they tell me their favorite dance. They'll say, I really liked this dance or I really liked this choreographer. Um, if we bring somebody new, thank you for bringing this person because they're so good. We really enjoy that person. We let them do the talking yeah. and tell us what, what they're feeling and what they like. They seem to like that Doug and I are present. You know, we're, we're around. Um, Doug would love to teach, but he's so busy. So he gives it to me, and I, of course, I just love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that's pretty much it. They, they like to just talk about their experience, uh, the show's They'll say which show is their favorite. They'll say, "Well, maybe next year we could do this instead." You know, they—they'll tell us the good and the bad because they know we'll take that to heart and we'll fix it for the following year.
0: Yeah. When teaching a line dance class, whether it's at the community center level or at a country bar, it's—it's—it's it's, it's hard to advertise something like this. Like I know. there, there is that you know that sense of deep connection mm-hmm. and family. But that is the kind of thing that's hard to put on a flyer for, you know, your Friday one-hour event. So how would you recommend bringing people in, not just for, you know, exercise or mm-hmm. dance for dance sake, but um, as, as an invitation to this bigger world? How, how do you communicate that with them?
1: The only way we're able to really do that is if we had a dancer come and then they go back to that location, whether it's, it's a club or it's a class, and they tell the experience. The word of mouth is the, you know, it's the best way, I think. If they could see pictures of it, like on Facebook, I think that has helped a lot. People have told us, we didn't know if we wanted to come or not, but we saw the pictures on Facebook, so we thought we'd try. Or my instructor went and had a, such a good time and said, you have to come, so one or two will take the leap and go and then they go back and they say you have to come you have to experience it we can't explain it right you have to go that's the only way and several times i can't even tell you this year how many people have come and told me that we'd have never been before but because so and so went we came with and they were so glad they did they're coming back and they're going to bring more Mm -hmm. with them so it's the word of mouth
0: yeah, that the happened. Best way. Yep. happened this year with some of the uh, younger folks from Southern California.
1: See, got, yeah.
0: Got a lot of people um, who had heard about it,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: now I'm sure they're going to have some stories to tell.
1: Exactly. Yep, that's it.
0: How would people get in contact with you if, if they wanted to ask you further questions or follow-up? Um,
1: our, our website has our, um, our email address, has our phone number on there, uh, our step sheets, for people who like our dances they can call us when they get this, a hold of the step sheet uh, pretty much the best way or is um, this media out there, Facebook a lot of people have Facebook Doug so, because he's, he's pretty out there on Facebook with, with uh, the dancers and he's got an incredible memory, he'll remember a name or, or he'll remember where they're from um, so they feel comfortable with him Especially when he says, I remember, you do this or you are from here, and they're amazed. And uh, he, he really makes it his thing to, to know and to be personal. So um, I think Facebook for Doug has been the biggest thing.
0: And he's under Doug Miranda, M-I-R-A-N-D-A. Mm-hmm. Yep. What's the uh, the name of your website again?
1: It's djdancing, hmm. the whole word, dot .com.
0: djdancing.com. Yep. Seems easy enough to remember. Yep, that's easy. All right. And one final question for you before you head off to the rest of your busy day. <laughs> yes. Um, what dance would you recommend everyone go out and learn right now?
1: Ooh, that's a hard one because there's so many good ones right now. Um, I really enjoyed watching Rebecca Lee's "Gimme, Gimme."
0: That one's so oh fun. Oh my
1: gosh, especially with that little dinosaur Rex. What is it? Dinosaur oh, the, t- the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. Uh, i don't want to be biased but there's so many dances out there but that that one just caught my eye because it was a little different and it's not hard but you kind of look funky at the same time as having fun Mm -hmm. and um, i really enjoyed that one um joe thompson Zamansky had a lot of fun dances that she she was showing joanne brady for beginners got to check out her stuff um Roy, all both Roy's and it's just hard really. But from what I could see because I've been running around a lot, I, I think I really enjoyed Rebecca's a lot. Um, I enjoyed that one, watching her do that one. And yeah. I think the crowd
0: reacted to it, too. The T-Rex experience is one of those things I was thinking, only in Vegas. Like only I know. Here. Like, who, who could have predicted that that kind of thing would exactly.
1: happen? Exactly. And, and just out of nowhere, it just appeared. Mm-hmm. And I, I just thought, good for you, Rebecca. That That's one way to promote your dance. You remember because all of a sudden there was a dinosaur on stage. Yeah. So it was pretty
0: cool. Mm-hmm. All right, well, thank you so much for, for your time. You're and chat welcome. And wine dance with
1: thank me. you very much, and thank you for your energy out oh, there. My
0: pleasure. Enjoy watching you. And I'll definitely be back for future events. I hope so.